This is The Peaceful Corner, Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Hello everyone, welcome back to The Peaceful Corner. (laughs) Um, I hope you guys are doing wonderfully well. It's nice for you guys to join us again here at The Peaceful Corner where we fellowship with the Holy Spirit. I mean, we should be fellowshiping with the Holy Spirit every day of our lives. We understand, but just the moment to, you know, speak on the word of God and fellowship with the Holy Spirit together, you know, as we listen from our individual places all over the world. God bless you all. For the people joining us from Africa, from Nigeria, from South Africa, just joining us from the North of America, I mean, the North America, just joining us in Canada, just joining us in South America, in Panama, in, um, uh, I can't remember all the names right now, but just joining us in Europe, in France, in England, um, in Japan, in Vietnam, guys. Wait, hold on. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me just make sure I'm. I can say thank you to everybody because I don't want to forget anybody out of this list. It is very important. God loves you and God blesses you. Those joining us from Vietnam, Ghana, Canada, Japan, France, Turkey, Hungary, United Kingdom, Romania, Germany, Guam, Panama, and South Africa. Thank you all for joining us. God bless you. I cannot imagine. I don't even know half of like you know people from where all these countries are. But God has found it best that to touch your lives in all the parts of the world. And I pray that you continue to be blessed as we all continue to fellowship and grow in Christ, even in this time that we are in. Um, as Jesus, we know Jesus is coming near. That in this time we will continue to grow in His knowledge, and that we will be strong. And we will do exploit. We will know God. And that we will put on the full armor of God. And you know, whatever it is that is about to come. Uh, us Christians, even in this time. Because the Bible has told us that we will be persecuted. That they will hate us. Because they hated Jesus. But they will hate us even more now. Because Jesus is coming back. Um, and the devil knows that his time is coming up. So, may God help us. But let's get into it. <laughs> um, last time we spoke on Romans verse 1. And today we're going to speak about Romans 2. Um, and in Romans 2, it's talking about God's judgment of sin, how God like, dislikes sin, how it starts off by telling us how, I'm not going to read it because it's a very long chapter. If you want to read it, I encourage you to go read it and, you know, read it in different versions. It really makes the verse come alive. Um, but I might read some verses here and there. Um, but it talks about how we condemn people because, and we say, oh, they're sinners, they're wicked, they do this, they do that. And the Bible is telling us, okay, well, when you are saying those things and saying saying that those people should be punished, that aren't we kind of condemning ourselves as, as well because we're judging them? Because God is a God of justice, right? If we're judging them, we're we are just as bad as them because we're doing the exact same. And I think it's very important for us to... you know, realize that as children of God, we don't judge sinners. We do not. Because they don't know. How can you judge someone that doesn't know? Do you understand? How can you? Because God is a just God. One thing that even this verse tells us about is that God will um, judge those people who don't know about the law, who don't know about the word of God and abide it, who judge them the same way. He judges us that know the law and did not decide to follow it. Right? 
Because some of us, we tell ourselves that, oh, we're Christians, we know the word, we abide by the word of God. And we say, we do as we, we do, we do what we do not say. We say these things, but we don't do. I think it's do as I say, don't do as I do. Exactly. So we always tell people, oh, if you do this, you go to hell. If you do this, you go to hell. Well, hell should not be our motivation to do well, to do right. Right? We should always want to do right and live in righteousness. I think there's, let me just find this verse in this chapter where it talks about, um, uh, give me one second. It talks about how none of us are righteous. None of us. <laughs> none of us. Um, give me one second. I'm not sure if I can, I'm going to find it now. I'm just, like I said, this is a really long, uh, um, Okay, well, I'm just going to leave that out for now. Um, but God, I mean, in this verse, I'm going to read verse 4. It talks about, do you see Do you see how wonderful, kind, tolerant, and patient God is with you? Does this mean nothing to you? Can you see that his kindness is intended to turn you away from sin? And honestly, when we think about it, there's even like, even all of us that, you know, are working towards Christ, it seems like we're even okay and it's even a normal thing for us to just say a little small lie but there's no such thing as a small sin a sin is a sin i think we spoke on this in the last time we we find it okay to just say oh just something slight you know did you do this no because we don't want to get in trouble I'm speaking to myself as well <laughs> you know and i i realized that and i was like we actually do these things and even like in jokes you know i know we want to you know joke around sometimes but even in jokes sometimes we say these things and it's a lie it's a sin there's no such thing as sin is not permitted because it's a joke. And in this chapter, it also talks about how, okay, so should sin be okay to justify God righteousness? Like, should it be okay for certain things that seem good, but it's still a sin? Should that be like to, to make God look good? Like, it, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Like, we can't say bad is good so that good can be glorified. It does not, you know. And it it is it is very important for us to live by the word of God. Not just read it, but actually do it. I know we've heard that many times. Live by the word of God. In this whole chapter, it talks about sin. It talks about the law. It talks about how... And the people who don't know God, yeah, they might not know God, but it does not mean that um, God is not going to have mercy upon them, right? It's it's kind of different. traces the, 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 the Gentiles and the Jews, right, who are uncircumcised. I'm going to read in verse, uh, let me say from verse 25. It said, the Jewish ceremony of, this is Romans chapter 2, it said, the Jewish circum- ceremony of circumcision has value only if you obey God's law. But if you don't obey God's law, you are no better off than an uncircumcised Gentile. And if the Gentile obey God's law, won't God declare them to be his own people? In fact, uncircumcised Gentiles who keep God's laws will condemn you Jews who are circumcised and possess God's law and don't obey it. Hmm. For you are not a true Jew just because you are born Jewish. Just because you are born of Jewish parents. 
or because you have gone through the ceremony of circumcision. No, a true Jew is one whose heart is right with God and a true circumcision is not merely obeying the letter of the law. Rather, it is the changing of hearts produced by the Spirit and a person with a changed heart seeking praise from God, not from people. So, you know, what I've been saying, it's not about... Oh, I know the Bible. I've been going to church all of my life. Well, there's a lot of us who've been going to church all of our lives and we still don't know God. There's people who have come to church today from maybe a different religion and they seem more zealous for God. They seem to want to know God. They seem to know. They don't just know. The, they, they might not have been Jews who were born Christians, right? They may have been born something else. But because they understood and came and let the word of God be written in their hearts, like the Bible tells us, thy word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against thee, that I may not sin against my Father in heaven. It is in my heart. It's not about what I know. Because you can know something and you can, you can, you can, you can even, the funny thing is you can, you can even understand something and still yet do something different. And still yet do something totally off from what you're supposed to do. Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against thee. It is not about, oh, I know, I know God, and God is not, God is not, God does not expect us to do this. God is not stupid, you know. God expects us to at least stand up and work for ourselves and do this and do that. No, go back to the word. Go and read what God actually says about us knowing Him, about us walking with Him, about the things that He expects of us in our lives. Yes, God is in heaven, and we believe that we must help ourselves, but that is not true. That is not true. If God says that he will help us, he didn't add any extra or any extra or subtract anything. He said he will help you. He didn't say that he will help you with your own help or without or with the with the things that you are doing in just to make sure so that so that you make sure yourself you are comfortable and so that you know things don't go haywire, you know. That's not how it works. If God said he's going to help you, he's going to help you. And he's going to help you to the fullest. Right? Hide his word in your heart. So that in the little things you won't sin against God. So that just because you want to feel okay and feel comfortable, you won't sin against God. Just because you know God and you go to church, you won't sin against him. Just because you work in the church, you won't even dare sin against him it's funny how sometimes we 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 say that even oh god if i sin it you know let me die but then we find ourselves going back to sin why why is death not even death is not enough to scare us from sin it's not but it's about us obeying it's not just about us obeying the letter of the of the law but it's about us hiding it in our hearts it's about us writing it in our hearts. It's about us. It's about it becoming who we are. It's about the word of God becoming who we are, what we live and breathe, that we may not sin against God. That we may not sin against God. All this well. May God help us to write his word in our hearts. May we always live a life that is of God. That we don't just speak the word of God, but we live it. That we don't just speak the word of God, but we we have it in our hearts and we obey it. That we meditate on the word. <sighs> that we be those people who make the word of God known to the word of God, to, uh, to the world. That we, be, we are those people who live the word of God. That the Gentiles, like in this verse, in this chapter, tells us of how we ourselves, the Jews, you know, 
talking about us, the Christians, make unbelievers even say that being a being a Jew is a bad thing. We make God look bad by the way we live our lives and say we are Christians. So, Father, we just ask you to help us. We ask you to give us the grace to live like you, to live as you would have us in the name of Jesus. That's a redeemer. We give you honor and adoration for you are God. And if you would like to give your life to Christ, if you would like to have the word of God hidden in your heart, if you would like to stay away from sin and live a life that is righteous, so as to not receive that judgment from God, just repeat after me. I'm going to pray with you. Father, we come to you today and we ask all those people that you will be with them, rescue their souls, oh God, wash them white as snow, let them become brand new, and let all be well with them. From today, they are yours and yours forever. From today, they live in your fullness and they write your word in their heart. In Jesus' name, amen. So let us go and continue to live a life that is of God, free of sin. Let us continue to live a life that people will see and see the true meaning of what it means to be a Christian. That we will not live a lie. We will not live a sinful life and, and condemn others and, and say we are living for God. No, that is not what a Christian is. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Let us live a life that is fully of God. In Every time we see ourselves about to even just say a small lie, ah, there's no such, like I said, there's no such thing as a small lie, Sha. So if we see ourselves even wanting to say something that we know we're not supposed to, let us, let us get to that point where we have hidden the word in our hearts that we don't even, we don't even think those thoughts, that those things don't even come out of our mouth. But then in, in as, as we build to get there, we, we if we find ourselves saying these things, we come to forgiveness. God, have mercy on me. Help me to do better, Lord. Help me not to lie. Help me not to steal. Help me not to gossip or or backbite. Help me not to <laughs> be the person that I'm not. Be a different person. Even in this chapter, it also tells us about, uh, I'm ending right now, but it tells us about who, how we are different people to different, like, we are two-faced. We are this person here. Tomorrow, we are this person here. We are not people of integrity, but God will help us and that this judgment of sin will not be ours. That we will receive the gift of God and not the wages of, of sin. The wages of sin is death. That is the punishment for sin. But the gift of God is eternal life. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us here at the Peaceful Corner. <laughs> Thank you all once again. God bless you. See you next time. Bye-bye.